Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of Babble Riot. I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite podcast co-hosts. By the way, nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. That's true. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. babes hi we are coming at you literally coming at you hi hi uh this is the first time we are on camera it is yeah so i don't really know how this is gonna work out yeah we'll see i think we're like the main point of being on camera is so that we can post it on instagram reels and tiktok yeah, the TikTok. TikTok. Um, Elle showed up in the exact same outfit I was wearing. So I changed. <laughs> and yet it's still pretty similar. Well, <laughs> uh, well, we're off to a great start. No, yeah, for sure. This it's is going to be... be our best one yet. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, I'm so fidgety right now because I'm like, what is the camera seeing? I know. All of my chins. How many chins, guys? How many? Count them. I'm like... <laughs> count count, count, count how them. Many chins? Can you even see them right now? No. Okay. Um, hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Um, currently, like at this very moment, I'm all right. Good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's just been a difficult, a bit of a difficult week. Yeah. I think you can leave it at that. Yeah. I don't think you need to no. share with the class. How was your week? Um, my week was good. I went to, I mean, I work and I come home. So like outside of yeah. that, there's not really anything like super fun and exciting to report. Mm-hmm. I hung out with some Seahawks. Oh my God, you did. <clears throat> Lauren fully went to dinner with Seahawks players the other night. Okay. That's. You did. Was that like NDA or are we not allowed to talk about that? No. Oh. Also, none of them actively play for the Seahawks. They're all former players. Okay. But like they were like starting yes former players yeah. like yeah should i name drop a couple yeah cam chancellor <gasps> whoa richard sherman whoa 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 marshawn whoa. lynch <laughs> kj wright <gasps> jermaine curse stop i know i know so last week we mentioned that we were going to talk about the anti-man movement Mm -hmm. and i put that in quotations because i personally don't believe that there's an anti-man movement but i think that there definitely are some women that are trying to make that happen and i definitely think there are some men that believe that that is a movement certainly i think that there is a sphere within feminism of women that 100 percent want women to have more rights than men yeah which like that's not what feminism is and right. that's not where Elle and I align. Um, and I do think that that like, that's not right. Yeah, for sure. So we put out a hump day this week and this week we did it on both of our Instagrams, not just mine, which caused some logistical issues for the last <laughs> hour. Yeah. At least. Yeah. We were trying to like think how, how are we gonna say I can't even speak about it. Yeah. Well, one of us has to be recording with our phone. Mm -hmm. So the other cannot have their phone. (laughs) And then we were trying to figure out a way to like combine 
the answers and percentages. Yeah. But like our our math is not. It's not mathing. That's not our math. No. I don't do that kind of math. I don't know. I cross cancel. I don't know what that is. It's. It's hard. It is. This is giving me a headache right now. It's like so tight. Why? I don't know. It's never, never. It's normally never like tight. It's hurting me. Um, a certain Instagram account was brought to my attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it is an Instagram account that is taking the stance of men being oppressed by women. Is mm-hmm. that fair to say? Um, yeah, basically that like all the plights that men have to deal with on a day-to-day basis is because of women. <laughs> Which is wild. Boggles the mind. Yeah. It's almost incomprehensible. It's the funniest take men have ever had. Sorry. So Lo and I are the funniest people ever. Well, that's not what I was going to say, but that's not (laughs) not true. I think we, a lot of our views are very similar. Mm -hmm. There are some things where we're a little bit, you know, she's a little bit more far left than I am mm-hmm. on some issues and topics. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to the anti-man movement or the oppression of men or like what I, I don't even know like what to call it because I don't really think that it's a thing. Yeah. And I think we we agree you could say like the perceived oppression of men or like yeah. cuz that's what it is is like a perception that's out there that again some women do truly believe but like not the women sitting at this table right now and not the majority of women exactly so i think we i think we align more on this than i thought we would me too Um, i was a little worried yeah same (laughs) for myself yeah there are just like little tidbits here and there where i'm like i think i sympathize a little bit more with men than you might absolutely like you like a couple weeks or maybe like last week you posted something that like barely kind of tiny little bitty baby shitted on men and then you felt the need to like post something that then also kind of attacked women because you were like well I posted something about men so like now I have to do it for women which like sweetie they're already doing I was cross canceling I was girl math that math doesn't math because (laughs) men already do that enough Right. We don't need to be doing it too. Well, the thing that I posted was thread. Yes, a thread. Um and the thread was someone saying, Why do men even have birthdays? It's not like they're growing up. <laughs> Which is so good and so true. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. And it's like it's funny too because it's like we all know that that's not all men. Of right. And, like, that is, I think, the emphasis of this entire podcast episode is it's not all men. It's not all women. Right. There are a bunch of outliers Mm -hmm. that seem to have the floor and maybe speak up a little bit louder than, like, the gross majority. Right. You're listening to, like, the fringe crazies screeching at the top of their lungs. Yeah. And they're being heard because they're so fucking loud. But right. it's not a reflection of the entire group. 
Right. But in that case, it is a majority. In which case? Of men not growing up. <laughs> I would argue. Okay. Really? That's your stance? Yeah. Okay. And this is where I'm a little bit different. There are a lot of men that don't grow up and that act childish, but like expect to be treated like men. Mm-hmm. Like you can't act like a child and also expect to be treated like a man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's funny because there are some men out there that don't grow up and act childish. And I guess like I think about it from a perspective of, of like n- not growing up in the sense that like, yes, you still act childish, but like also you don't take responsibility for your family. You don't like step up and be a parent to your kids. Mm. You don't step up and be a partner <clears throat> to your wife, even though you married her and you made a promise to her. You don't like that also kind of goes into my whole like you never grow up like you constantly prioritize other things outside of the house mm-hmm. versus your family. Sure. I uh, at the conference today, um, the like keynote speaker in the morning was Barbara Cochran from Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about like her fellow Shark Tank panelist people and was talking about how great of a guy Mark Cuban is because he has never cheated on his wife. And she. Uh, she stood up there and was like, and that's like a huge achievement because the expectation is that you cheat on your wife. And I like was just gobsmacked that she a said that and B that like, we're still existing here. Like we're still just being like, well, men cheat. What are we going to do? Boys will be boys. Literally like, no, mm, no. So I guess like that's why that was especially funny to me. And I mean, also just like scientifically speaking, women mature much faster than men. For sure. So like while we celebrate our 21st birthday, men are celebrating their like 16th birthday the same year. So again, not growing up. (laughs) Celebrating it again. (laughs) Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. I think that there are still like a lot of great men out there and I don't want them. Obviously. To feel like I think all men are like this but I also think if you are a man who is secure and you know what Mm -hmm. you have to offer and you know that a tweet like that isn't a reflection of who you are at your core it's not going to affect you right and if it hurts you then maybe look inward maybe that's a little true yeah. Um, again, prefacing this whole conversation today of like Elle and I do, we are, we do identify as feminists. We believe in equality for everybody, mm-hmm. no matter your gender, no matter your race, no matter your socioeconomic status, no matter your like abled bodiness, no matter your mental health issues, like everyone should have the exact same chance at being successful as the next person. Mm-hmm. Um, and for sake of this conversation, we're going to really try to stay away from race and class status and all of that. And just purely talk about this from a men versus women aspect, because yeah. once we start adding in all that extra stuff, like it's there's too just, much. yeah, there's yeah. so many layers to it. Yeah. We would sit here for days. Mm hmm. Um, and then just do a couple of quick like definitions. So misogyny, I'm sure is a word that we have all heard before, but the definition for that is dislike of contempt for or ingrained prejudice against women. And the opposite of that is misandry, which means the dislike of contempt for or ingrained prejudice against men. 
And when I was reading those, I was thinking to myself, like, what are some of the ingrained prejudices against men? And like really took it a step farther and was like, what are the negative ingrained prejudice against men? Mm -hmm. And really like what kept coming to mind was like safety of women at the hands of men. Yeah. Like we're always like told as women growing up, like don't walk alone at night. Don't take your trash out at night. Make sure you have like pepper spray or a taser or like something in your home to defend yourself. And like at every turn, we're constantly on guard about our own physical safety. And when I'm out with other girlfriends, I then also kind of take on a little bit of a protector role where like I'm on the lookout for my girls now too. And like we have to worry about getting like roofied at bars or kidnapped off the street or raped or killed. Like it, all of the prejudice against men in a negative light comes from trying to maintain safety for ourselves. Mm -hmm. I feel like. Yeah, for sure. And like you could obviously argue that there's a negative prejudice against like what we were just talking about with like the not growing up and like the little things that we like poke fun at. But I don't think that those are ingrained prejudice against men. Those right. are just like those are like learned because of experience. How, yeah. And like it's like a little it's a little joke. Your physical safety is not at risk because someone tweeted that. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I also then was thinking about ingrained prejudice against women and like the negative connotation to that of like negative prejudice because you can also have positive prejudice I guess Mm -hmm. um but ingrained negative prejudice against women is not for the survival or safety of men but rather the comfort or success of men I feel like especially right now with the whole feminist movement men or some men are like very threatened by women Mm -hmm. and especially now that we're kind of finding our voice and entering the corporate world a lot more and demanding equal rights and equal pay and standing up for ourselves and I feel like really coming into like more of a collective whole as women to Mm -hmm. support women Mm -hmm. which hasn't really been a big thing I feel like for a lot of years yeah I think for a lot of years there's been only space for one or two women mm-hmm. in every male dominate space which mm-hmm. is pretty much everything right and now that that's opening up there's less women on women competition right so we're able to lift each other up instead of competing against each other for that one woman spot right and i a hundred percent like I am a girl's girl through and through same there is like no benefit to women like women hating women benefits nobody mm-hmm. honestly it benefits men 100 percent. so like, stop yeah just stop yeah support your girls um and then obviously like thinking about this over the past week i just kept coming back to this idea of like anti-men and like this man-hating movement and stuff like that and like your thread thing and trends and tweets and while all of that maybe is hurtful to see if it directly attacks you or makes you look inward as a man, but it doesn't negatively affect your outcome on life. Mm. But as a woman, 
there's a lot of stuff that negatively affects our outcome in life by men creating and perpetuating misogyny. It holds us back at every obstacle and continues to suppress us in structures that have been created by men, Mm -hmm. upheld by men, Mm -hmm. controlled by men, and they don't want to let that go. Absolutely. The ongoing oppression of women is enshrined in religious, legal, political, educational, and employment systems and structures. An equivalent level of systemic and structural oppression has not been experienced by the current generation of white men in America. And again, like, I'm not going to argue race at all, but I would argue experienced by a current generation Mm -hmm. is also not true. Like, all generations of men have never experienced the level of systemic oppression that women have faced. Yeah. And so I guess all that to be said, I wanted to add like a little bit of context going into this of like, while Elle and I experience battles at every single turn just by being a woman in work and life and relationships, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. like we still at the end of the day believe that men and women should have an equal seat at the table. For sure. And by saying that we want equality or we want respect or whatever it is that is in no way saying that we want less of that for men a hundred percent we just want to see a seat at the table which men don't it feels like a lot of the time and that's why I think I have such a strong stance on this is that I'm not fighting for anything less for you if I laugh at a funny joke on Twitter about like men not growing up that doesn't hurt you you still have a seat at the table right I don't that just helps us like process the fact that we don't have a seat at the table yeah may never have a real seat at the table in our lifetime yeah I mean I work in a male-dominated industry and I'm very 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 blessed to have a vice president of development who is a woman who is a powerhouse and just so smart and so good at what she does and is really like bringing me under her wing to like battle I guess against that Mm -hmm. that's cool yeah part of the reason I feel maybe a little bit more sympathetic towards men in this scenario is because I I don't think many men can see what it's like to be a woman like I think there's like they don't have that ability whereas I think women have more of an ability to be able to see things from many different sides Mm -hmm. and I think and this is again a gross generalization but from my experience it seems that men have a little bit more tunnel vision and like they can only see their problem through one lens I think I just I have more sympathy because I don't think men realize how hard it is for women and if they did realize how hard it was for women they might not be like so full of themselves does that make any sense I understand what you're trying to say but I guess like 
what is it going to take for mm-hmm. men to like step outside of their own selves and practice a little bit of empathy and put themselves in somebody else's shoes? Like yeah. what else do women have to do to explain the fact that like it fucking sucks out here? Yeah. And I would also argue that like this whole like boy math thing mm-hmm. and men hating era that we're in right now apparently is holding up to a mirror to those men. Yeah. And that makes yeah. them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where they should be is yeah. feeling uncomfortable about your bad behavior and yeah. unacceptable behavior. Yeah. And I think also being able to say, you know, okay, well, that doesn't reflect who I am as a person, but I definitely know men who are like this. And we all need to hold, e- hold each other accountable to be better men mm-hmm. for the sake of our society as a whole. Absolutely. And the same also goes for women. For sure. There are women who are 100% capable of treating people foul. Yeah. And cheating on men and using men and being toxic and being like emotionally. Just nasty. Yeah. Yeah. And we are also guarded with the same responsibility of calling out women who are doing that, exhibiting those kinds of behaviors Mm -hmm. because nobody should be treating anybody like that. Right. Yeah. So I think just for men to be able to hold space for the fact that there's shitty people on both sides. Yeah. And I think that's like also a really big thing for me is like women are so quick to immediately be like, we're not perfect either. Right. Right. We like a hundred percent show our cards at the table and are like, we're not perfect. Yeah. We're just like asking you to like maybe be a little bit better and yeah. then like throw a tantrum on the ground. Right. Like, oh, I can't do anything right. It's Literally. Like, well, n- that's not what we're saying. I can't tell every single partner I've ever had has at one point or more said to me when I make a suggestion about how. I like to be treated or like maybe they could just be there for you a little bit more. Yeah. Or Or like they could take out the trash without me having to ask them to do that. Sure. Then the response is, oh, I can't do anything right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why is that your go to? Because like that in and of itself is like very gaslighty. A hundred percent. And like nobody said that. Nobody said that. I didn't say that. I'm I'm expressing how I want to be treated and like how I need to be loved. And if your response is I can't do anything right, one, you're not acknowledging my feelings at all. Mm -hmm. And two, you're turning it around Mm -hmm. basically back on me. Right. Like you could always argue that like, yes, it's like baggage from previous relationships, perhaps where men were treated like they couldn't do anything right and they tried their hardest and still were met with like I don't want to say nagging because it's not nagging I mean it can be nagging sometimes I guess I just don't really like that word yeah because I don't I don't really necessarily believe in nagging I think that the that word gets weaponized against women a lot for when you are expressing a need yeah. that needs to be fulfilled. Yeah. Men then immediately are like, oh, she's just nagging at me. Yeah. Another quote from that same article uh, said, misandry then is women's anger against their oppressors. Misogyny is men's anger against those they oppress. 
which I feel like really perfectly sums up like how I feel about this entire conversation and argument is like, like on some levels, like obviously I care. I care about men. I care about your safety. I care Mm -hmm. about your mental health. I care about your well-being. I care about your rights. I care about all of it. Yeah. But also sometimes I don't fucking care. I don't care. I don't care that you're whiny about the fact that like boy math hurts your fifis. I don't care. Fifis meaning feelings. Yeah. Like I. Sure. Sure. Walk just a mile in my shoes. Yeah. And then we can have that conversation. Yeah. They're almost like rubbing it in your face. Right. I can fully acknowledge that like some things might upset you. Of course. Or, you know, you feel victimized by a certain movement that seems to be happening but at the end of the day you can't really compare men's issues to women's issues because it's not apples to apples 100%. it's apples to oranges 100% and it's like i i can see i can see why some men are annoyed about some of the things that are being said but at the same token it's like it's hard to feel bad Mm -hmm. and like want to stop the jokes or like the boy math or whatever you know because it's like that's almost like therapeutic for women as like a whole Mm -hmm. to be able to talk about that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and like make little jokes it like I feel like it heals our like wounded feminine and like this idea of like a call to like stop that kind of humor behavior and then if women are like okay fine we'll stop it's like what are you then like what's the trade-off for men right like Andrew Tate's not gonna be like oh you know what I'm good I love women I'm gonna respect the fuck out of every single one of you now literally yeah and like you know he's gonna be like we won the war you guys I can go away now yeah no like no there's still gonna be fuckhead misogynist absolutely at every turn yeah at every turn also imagine having someone in the white house that literally hates your entire gender yeah and actively talks about just like being a predator and like assaulting women like the leader of your country not president biden just to like be perfectly clear we're talking about former president donald Mm -hmm. trump right who's also running again once again it's just hard to feel bad when compared to what women go through on a daily basis and what they've gone through since the beginning of time Mm -hmm. is objectively worse yeah it's really hard to sympathize with a group of people that will not sympathize with me right very hard right to constantly and consistently do that Mm -hmm. let's move on to what the crowd had to say shall we this might be a little bit interesting because i'm she's double fisted okay so the first question was have you ever felt oppressed as a man solely based on your gender so not based on race sexuality or social class lowe's response was 100 percent said no never so none of the men who follow me and responded to the poll right have ever felt like they've been oppressed in their lifetime right 
Maybe like you can just say yours and I'll say mine. Oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> I don't know why I have to double fist it when Women there's two scum. two people. Okay, you go first and then I'll go after. Okay. Should we start over then or um no, I think that's kind of fun for our followers to see the behind the scenes <laughs> of our little like trains moving really slowly <laughs> uphill in the snow. <laughs> in heels whoa i know lol those like walk a mile in her shoes videos <laughs> struggling to just uh, take a step i wish there was like also like predators on the street like when they had to walk in shoes and like people like yelling profanities at them and like just like really like simulate what it's like to be an actual woman instead of just walking in heels. I did see this like really interesting argument one time that was like men feel like straight, cis, conservative, Republican, toxic men feel like really, really threatened by gay men. Uh huh. And that's like how men make women feel all the time. You know, like, if you go to yeah, a gay bar as a straight man sure. and get hit on and they, like, get so uncomfortable and so clammy, it's like, well. That's what we're dealing with. Every day. Just trying to get gas. Yeah, you, you don't have to go to a bar at all. No. You could also just, like, be in the comfort of your own home mm-hmm. and, like, someone will DM you something fucked up. Literally. Literally. Do you want dick pics? <laughs> Because I've got a lot I could send out. <laughs> and they were unsolicited. Yeah. Unsolicited. Like, just... just I don't remember the last time I like was like, can you please send me a picture of your dick? I've never asked and will never ask. They're not cute. Anywho. <laughs> so, to jog our memories, our first question was, have you ever felt oppressed as a man solely based on your gender, race, sexuality, social class aside? So... 22% said yes, definitely. 32% said maybe. And 46% said no, never. So. More of a spread on yours. Yeah. Not, no spread on mine. You literally just got 100% no. Yep. Okay. So less than half of men for me and all men for you have never felt oppressed. What a world. Now, this question was for women only. Have you ever felt oppressed as a woman solely based on your gender, race, sexuality, social class aside? 76% said yes, definitely. 91% of my said yes, definitely. So we just wanted to do a little like comparison with that basically. Yeah. Which is fairly self-explanatory. I, I think. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Yep. This one was for the men. Have you ever felt victimized, attacked, triggered, by anti-men content or language 34% said no never 37% said yes definitely and 29% said not personally but I can see it being a problem 33% of mine said no never 67% said not personally but I think it can be a problem and nobody said yes yeah that's so crazy because like my highest number was 37% which was, yes, definitely, I've felt victimized, attacked, or triggered by anti-men content or language. So I guess the men that follow me are just fucking pussies. <laughs> just kidding. I she said it, that. not me. <laughs> um, to be fair, I have 
<clears throat> like a fraction of the followers that Elle does. I also had my brother who has a ton of followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. mostly men. Um, I had him post on his story for people to come over to my Instagram to answer. So I got a lot of men from that too, I think. What are some of the comments you've heard or read that have upset you? So one man said, real man, real men don't get upset based on some random person's comments. So there you have it. <laughs> Another person said, the term all men are trash. Women say this, but then always exclude their brothers and dads. Which I fully disagree with. I don't think women say that and don't include fathers or brothers. brothers no. I mean, it's going to be individual for every person, but yeah, I don't think that's like a trend. No. Um, someone said, Mana sind alle gleich, alles schweine, which means men are all the same. They're all pigs. And then someone said, being a man is definitely a privileged position. Look at our untethered old white men running our country. So... This one was for men and women. Are trending topics like boy math detrimental to men's mental health or problematic to society? 71% said no, just jokes. What did you say? Um, 91% said no, they're just jokes. Okay. And only 3% said yes, I think boy math and topics like this are detrimental to men's mental health or problematic to society. So... Overall, yeah, men are not bothered yeah. by this. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, and they think, a majority of them think it's funny. Yeah, just jokes. So, this one was for men only. Do you genuinely feel that women hate men? No one said yes, 100%. So, and I think that was the same for you, right? Yep. So, we're all in agreement here that not mm, all women hate men. Right. <laughs> like, do we need to continue? <laughs> <laughs> This one's for the women only. Do you genuinely hate men? 3%. Yes. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Which like, see, see how we just laughed that off because we know it's not true. Yeah. Like it's. That wasn't hard. No. But I also think like. Like that tone of voice that you just had. I feel like that is like what pisses men off the most it's like the tone in which we say things do you know what I mean like I know that you don't care which is fine like do you yeah but I just think like the condescending tone of voice again I know I I fully get I, I get it I'm just saying I think men that like sure. feels sure like their mom bummer yeah I care zero percent 35 percent said only the ones that have hurt me which fair Mm -hmm. super fair and 26 percent said 50 50 25 percent said no not at all none of my followers said yes 33 percent said maybe 50 percent of the time and 42 percent said only the ones that have hurt me perf so a majority either no or only men that have hurt me in the past or like yeah. potentially deserve to be like hated right and like I, I feel like I, we all these like hate words should be in quotes because mm-hmm. I 
genuinely don't think that like even if a man well I guess it really depends on like how much hurt they did but even if I think about all the people in my life and the men that have like hurt me the most Mm -hmm. I still don't hate them but also again that's true like different situations yeah um this one's for the men only do you feel like you can't be your true authentic self because of the way women might perceive you 50 percent said depends on the woman 28 percent said no not at all 12 percent said yes all the time and nine percent said only when i first meet someone new see and like that's a bummer like the 12 percent of men that feel like they can't be their true and authentic self yeah like that's sad women that believe that men being emotional is like not manly or exhibiting traits that like are more feminine are unattractive Mm -hmm. is caused by and perpetuated by men convincing women that that's what men need to be like I think it really all starts with men Mm -hmm. and then trickle down economics happens (laughs) and it lands on women then right and men then continue to perpetuate and act like something that they're not to obtain certain kind of women. I also, there's a certain amount of women that I feel like just have accepted their roles in life. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And are like, well, just, I might as well put on a smiling face while I do it and get caught up in lost in the sauce. Yeah. Like Lauren Boebert and Candace Owens and... Mm. All these psychotic women. Okay, the next question, also for men. Do you feel like you can't be your true, authentic self because of the way other men might perceive you? 47% said no, not at all. 12% said yes, all the time. Which, for me, 12% also said that about women perceiving them. So I think that might be a group of people that just have perception yeah, maybe some self-esteem issues. issues. Yeah. Um, 19% said depends on your relationship. And 22% said sometimes. Um, I was 50 no never and 50 said sometimes. So same as the last one. Interesting. So maybe it's not so much of like a gender thing. It's more so of a, yeah, like like a self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you feel safe being vulnerable with your emotions slash inner thoughts and feelings with your friends or partner? 47% said yes, definitely. 41% said sometimes. 6% said no, never. And 6% said partners or friends, but not both. 50% said yes, definitely. 50% said sometimes. Okay. Wow. I know. It seems to me like based on our following Mm -hmm. there's not an issue so much about being vulnerable Mm -hmm. or emotional yeah with other people which is good yeah that's super good be vulnerable be emotional yeah show your emotions communicate your emotions i love an emotionally available man oh my god like literally cry in my arms yeah well (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jokes. Talk to me about your feelings, though. Like, talk to me about your day. Ask me about my feelings. And then, like, ask a follow-up question. Not just, like, 
hey babe how's your day and then i'd be like oh, kind of frustrating and blah blah blah, blah, blah. and then i'm like oh, okay <laughs> or like then immediately jump into problem solving it's like no oh, that does not help worst. that's not what i want right now <clears throat> literally just listen and like just be on my side yes that's i think that i don't even think that that's like a, a feminine thing or like a masculine thing it's like everyone like when you're telling someone a problem or like complaining about something all you want is validation 100 percent. and the person listening to you should be able to give you that if they're like your partner or your friend or your family Whatever. yeah you know yeah 100 percent. i like have challenged myself or have been trying to challenge myself to be very specific when I go into having a conversation with somebody, like if I'm an event to somebody being like, I'm coming to you with this problem. I don't want advice. Mm-hmm. I just need you to sit and listen and be on my side. Yeah. Because like, obviously people try to come up with solutions or whatever in like the best interests and like they're sure. only doing it they're with the best intentions. Yeah. Of course. But like, that's not what's going to help me right now. Yeah. And we need to be better communicators about what we need in the moment and afterwards. Absolutely. We as in everybody. Yeah. Not just the women. collective, the collective whole. What parts of yourself do you hide or keep to yourself in order to maintain status quo? I only had one response on this one and mm-hmm. it was someone saying um, moving back in with their parents and like they at least hid it for a while mm. from people just because and I moved out and then moved back in with my parents for a little bit and it was a little defeating and a little embarrassing to a be moving back home and then b have to tell people like oh back home with my parents yay yeah I know that really well yeah I know (laughs) so fun so cool (laughs) um yeah I get that someone said for me um something that they hide is their vulnerability another person said some mental health issues I don't want to worry them or bore them another person said my sensitive side and another person said, I like fashion, but I also understand economics and physics, but me big and scary. Maybe he's saying he hides the part of himself that likes oh. fashion mm-hmm. because he's a physicist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just I find it so interesting that men think that being emotionally vulnerable or vulnerable like at all is a feminine trait. Yeah. And like and therefore not not appropriate. Yeah. Like a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like like we had just said I find that extremely sexy when a guy can be vulnerable and emotional and like in touch with that side of himself yeah that doesn't mean I want you to be like on the floor crying 24 7 and like not able to regulate or like right and not able to like be there for me when I'm in an emotional Mm -hmm. state but I think just having that like emotional um being emotionally intelligent yes yes knowing how to recognize your emotions Mm -hmm. communicate your emotions regulate 
your emotions, Mm -hmm. process your emotions Mm -hmm. with or without a partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And recognize others emotions. Absolutely. And like sympathize. Yeah. Be able to like navigate that with them. I'm going to take that a step further. Be willing to navigate that with Mm -hmm. them. Because I think a lot of the time in relationships, you get kind of caught up in this, like, I feel like I have to ask or like, I feel like I have to do it. Like you should want to do that for the people in your life that are important. Like if you don't, maybe those people are not the people that are meant to be in your life. Or maybe you need to look in the mirror and do some serious seek help. Soul searching. Call a therapist, please. I just think it's so it's so crazy to me that men are see vulnerability as this like horrible thing. Yeah, like weakness. Possess. Yeah, because it's like for me, if you're not vulnerable, if you're not able to be in touch with that side of yourself, I'm not interested. Bye. Yeah, like bye 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 bye. It's a no from me for sure. You're fired. <laughs> what characteristics do you perceive to be shameful for men to have? This question is for men. Wow. Okay. Um, we got a lot of cowardness. C- cowardness, cowardice. Some people are spelling it differently. I don't really know what's love what's that for right. them. <laughs> they took a creative approach. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> um, passive aggression, victim mentality, overly emotional. We're supposed to be the strong side and shut up and take it. Who said that? I No, not in like reveal me who <laughs> said that. I'm saying like in general, like who told you that? Mm. Arrogance and lack of empathy. Too many to count for the perceived man. So men believe that it is shameful to be cowards to be passive aggressive to be overly emotional to be arrogant and to lack empathy according to my results did you get answers for this good i did get one and it was just a picture of andrew tate (laughs) (laughs) which enough said yeah ties up a bow quite nicely very cool Mm mm-hmm um what characteristics of men do you believe to be shameful this question was for women being a womanizer being arrogant being super smelly (laughs) being entitled believing in superiority over equality lack of vulnerability lack of emotional intelligence it's 2023 not 1950 love that conservative aggressive angry dishonest big ego no no emotional maturity or depth and a superiority complex i got a couple i got um one that just said the audacity which (laughs) i think is summed up quite nicely coward um and then tricking women into having sex with them or getting into a relationship with them so like being deceitful Mm -hmm. manipulative so comparing what women said to what men said there is a lot that go hand in hand Mm -hmm. but i think men would expect women to say things like being too emotional Mm -hmm. whereas more than one woman brought up the fact that they 
like emotional intelligence. They right. like vulnerability. Yeah. They, and not having that is like a shame. Is a problem. Yeah. Right. And then someone in the men's section said being overly emotional is a problem. Yeah. And it's like, it's not. No. It's like, how do we, Communicate how do we let every better? man know yeah. that like, that's not a problem yeah. for us. Um, and it shouldn't be a problem for you. I will argue though, again, mm-hmm. like that's just our opinion. That is not the opinion of every woman out there. There will sure. be women that see being overly emotional as like a turnoff and like, I'm sorry on their behalf. Sure. They shouldn't treat you like that. Yeah, for sure. What is the worst thing a woman has done or said that has negatively affected you? The thing that I got the most was that a woman ghosted you. And that sucks. Yeah. We did a whole episode on ghosting. And Elle and I both believe that that is not the right approach. Nope. At all. That's horrible. Or acceptable. We've both been ghosted. We know, like, probably every single one of our friends has been ghosted. I think it is a problem in our society that we're just, like, not... We can't communicate well enough to just be like, look, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. Simple as. Yeah. It is just like, if we ask this question to women, it would be like so much fucking worse than being ghosted. And I think that's kind of like the point that we're trying to make. Yeah. I got one response from this and I didn't write it down because I didn't know if I was going to bring it up, Mm -hmm. but, um, Pretty much this guy responded and said, like, the most hurtful thing that a woman has ever said to him was that, like, she didn't want to have sex with him. Like, they were, they weren't together, like, in a relationship, but they were, like, kind of dating, I think. And it turned, like, he took that super offensively that she just didn't want to fuck him, which is every woman's right to, like, not have sex with a man. Right. But it turns out that she also had been, like, previously assaulted by a partner. Mm. And so she was still dealing with, like, the trauma of all of Mm. that. And so, like, even more so just wasn't ready to be intimate with somebody. And, like, the message he sent, it didn't ever really come across like he was sympathetic to that. Mm. He still with that in mind and with her explanation of why she didn't want to be intimate with him still took it as a personal hit against him as a man, which is like crazy. What? Yeah. And like ended it with like being like we end, we did end up like hooking up. So presumably he like made her like wore her down over time. Yeah. Or maybe she went to therapy and worked through those problems and consented. I don't know. But the context from it (laughs) is not a really like winning equation for me in my head. I'm not cross canceling a lot there. What the fuck? Right. And like, again, like that goes into all of this. Like... The worst thing you as a man has have ever been told by a woman is that she didn't want to sleep with you because she has very beyond the reasons behind it. Mm-hmm. Not wanting to sleep with somebody is a valid that reason, is a reason in enough. and of itself yeah. right there. Yeah. But she went so far as to explain the why behind it. Right. Which she did not need to do. No. And right there, like it, that should have been another red light, another big stop sign. 
Yeah. And that still wasn't enough. Yeah. So it's hard, again, for us to feel any type of sympathy sometimes for men when the toughest things they've heard from women is like something along the lines of rejection Mm -hmm. whereas some of the most heinous things you could ever hear happen to women every single day yeah it's just like again apples to oranges yeah I'm kind of at a loss and yeah it it just it it's very hard to sit here and exist in this reality and yeah. still have to create space for people that just don't respect our existence there there are a couple Instagram accounts that have come to my attention that are related to the male struggle and kind of like a space for men to like hear other men talk about their problems within society and help each other out so to speak which on face value yeah that's great awesome yeah a hundred percent yeah men deserve space to talk about what's going on and like what their experiences are yeah absolutely and like men's mental health is something that is not talked about enough probably absolutely or supported yeah and there are more men than women who are committing suicide every year and there are you know there's just not enough resources resources for sure for men yeah um and especially when you already feel like you're not allowed to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. it's so hard to like go out of your way to like seek help and look for help and ask for help so I think that's definitely something that we can all be better about recognizing and like encouraging in in men Mm -hmm. um so you know at face value Instagram accounts like this are great you know so I kind of did a little bit of a deep dive into some of the things that are being spoken about and unfortunately while this might be a great place for men to like kumbaya together and kind of like have shared experiences a lot of it is at the expense of women what yeah can you believe it? Oh my god. So it's like it's like what is even the point? If you're going to be hyping each other up by like putting women down, mm-hmm. you're doing it wrong. That's not the way to go about it. Right. And like cuz that's not like at the end of the day helping any of your problems. Right. It's not solving any of the issues that you have. It's like throwing your fucking toys out of your crib. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. (sighs) And I know that, like, men could sit there and argue the same thing about what is currently happening online with, like, boy math and, like, this man-hate era. But Mm -hmm. again, like, I always go back to the point of, like, women having this space to make jokes about men is not going to harm men. In the long term, it is not going to physically harm you. 
It is not going to change any of the structures for you that you benefit from every single day. But Absolutely. these spaces existing for men to hate on women continues the oppressive nature and structure of men over women. Right. And if you don't want to be oppressed, stop oppressing. Right. And like we have every right to, to like not fight back a like little bit. being oppressed. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's a funny joke online is like the worst thing that's going to happen to you, you should probably consider yourself a little bit lucky. Yes. So I just wanted to read out something that was on this specific Instagram account. Um, It says, boy math is a reminder of how toxic some of these spaces have now become and the permeation and normalization of misandry. It's yet another showcase of the breathtaking fragility of the terminally online boss bitch queen losers who, despite their best efforts, are still not funny. Mm. I think you're funny. (laughs) (laughs) I am the boss bitch queen loser. That's not funny that they're referring to. And boss bitch queen is like. Yeah, I'm sure it's in quotes. Also, again, because we're not allowed to be boss bitch queens because you own every sector of the workforce (laughs) and corporate life and like hold us down at every chance we have to succeed. Also, like, if you want to make a fair argument about why boy math is problematic for you, saying at the end that, yeah, like, women are losers and not funny, yeah, is not, not really, helping you. No, it's cross canceling, <laughs> and now there's just nothing. Yeah, you get nothing. If you want to wow. look through this Instagram account, it's called The Tin Men. Um, a lot of interesting stuff going on here. Well, I don't know how and interesting it's like you it is. You can see like f- from the onset of just looking at the Instagram account without like going deep into it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, like this seems like it might be like a helpful space. But the more you get into it, the more it's just like you're just whining and like pointing fingers at women. And it's like that's not helpful. And blaming us for a lot of things that are not our fault. Literally. Your lack of vulnerability and, like, emotional awareness and intelligence is not our fault. No. By any means. No. Um, Some people have been messaging Elle and, like, defending this stance of men of, like, we try so hard to be perfect and do all the right things and it's still never enough or girls still will take the first chance they get to like jump on something better or move on. And so like, what's the point of even trying? And every woman I know has waited and waited and waited and forgiven and taken back. And again, maybe this is just like my little circle of friends And I don't like I personally, I don't know a single woman that has been in a relationship with a man that then meets another one and just completely like, bye. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen. No, like none of the people I know, none of the women I know have ever cheated on their partners ever. Most of the men I know have cheated on their partners. And like, I'd like to argue that like oh that's just like 
our circle of friends or like not even our circle of friends, but like our sphere or like Mm -hmm. the people that live in this area and like, oh, it's just Seattle. But like, I genuinely think that's like a very common experience for for most women. And I think most men, I think probably if you look at your close friends, your boys, how many of them have cheated on their girls? Yeah. And moved on to something better when life got like a little too hard or opportunity knocked at the door. Yeah. Like, why is that okay? Right. And we women will hold space for so long for men to To just like like, change and to like prove themselves and like, yeah, literally like I will gaslight my own self a hundred percent into like giving another person more time and another chance because I want it to work so badly. And I think as women, like we're so empathetic and put like, take ourselves out of our shoes all the time because that's just what is expected of us yeah is to like well think about it from their perspective like we're taught from such an early age to like put our own feelings on the back burner and like do what needs to be done for other people Mm -hmm. we're always taught to serve Mm -hmm. and like I know I'm guilty of like holding out hope for the potential I see in partners When maybe there's actually no potential there. Yeah. Like maybe I'm creating this delusional idea of what I want this person to be like for my life. And maybe they're just not capable of being that person, which is totally fine. Yeah. But I will still sit and wait for them to be that person. Right. So for people to say that, like, why should I even go out of my way to like try to treat a woman well when they're just going to leave me like bag the next guy yeah who's like slightly better it's like that I don't believe that that's actually what's going on I do think that every person regardless of gender has at one point if not more than once had a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. where they didn't feel like anything that they did was heard or received respected appreciated yeah Um, and I think a lot of times men will kind of internalize experiences like that as, well, that's just how women are. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's not just how women are. That's how that one woman was because the nature of your relationship was not healthy and it was not compatible. Mm -hmm. And I think men get burned like that and they just like swear off all women and like treating women well right and they'll just go you know on like fuck sprees and like basically become like fuck boys and just like not give a shit anymore again not all men but they think it's not worth their time to be it's not worth their time to put in the effort because they don't see the reward right or like ex like think that there won't be one right which like can you imagine like I feel like I always run into this argument of like not all men like Mm -hmm. not all men are rapists not all men are violent not all men are aggressive which like is a a very true statement yeah but if women acted the exact same way that men are acting in that situation where if a man meets one woman that disrespects him or doesn't treat him well and he says fuck all to all women and like I'm never treating you with respect again because of this one woman and women who get assaulted by one man, Mm -hmm. we still put ourselves out there into the world. Sure do. Open ourselves back up to get hurt over 
and over and over because we know it's not all men. Right. It may be most men, (laughs) but it's not all men. Yeah. And yet we're out here like in a field of men who have been hurt and think all women are like horrible. So they're not really going to treat us with the respect that we deserve, even though like we're out here like begging for them to love us. Yeah. And they're just like, Nah, I'm not going to text her back. Yeah. Probably ever again. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll sleep with her and just never talk to her again. Yeah. I'll like say all these great things so that she, you know, gets vulnerable, gets vulnerable with me. I will trigger her uh, anxious attachment, anxious style. attachment style and, you know, I'll get what I want and then I'll let her go before she does something fucked up to me, which is like backwards. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. The math doesn't math. No. Boy or girl. Right. So I'm really interested to see what people are going to have to say after this. I think it's like no matter what, though, I just don't know if men are ever going to be able to fully like sympathize with what we've gone through. We're never going to be able to create the perfect situation and like by people like reaching out to you and sending you these posts and asking women to stop with this man hate or boy math or voicing their experiences that give men like a negative light because that's the experience. Mm -hmm. If we stop doing that and give in to men, it's like they're not going to do anything for us though. Like they're in their issue with this whole problem they're never once stopping and thinking about like maybe this is something I should listen to right maybe this is something I should give like a little bit more thought into Mm -hmm. maybe there's a reason that this is happening maybe there's a reason that a lot of women think this and say this and act like this yeah I mean just right now and like in our current society Roe v. Wade has been overturned we have lost the right to bodily autonomy yeah we have we've gone backwards we've regressed Mm -hmm. we are still not paid equal to men and it's like how can you sit here and be upset about a trend such as boy math when if i got raped today became pregnant because of that rape and wanted to get an abortion in 27 states of America I couldn't yeah I would be turned away yeah I would have to bring my rapist child to term do you know how fucking mental that is yeah like it it's just it's so wild to me that That's like that doesn't seem to like penetrate their brains. Yeah. And people because I'm going to put women in that category, too, because women were 100 percent responsible for this for Roe v. Wade overturning as well. People are putting women in the position to continue to just add more to our shoulders Mm -hmm. to be more responsible Mm -hmm. to step up to be empathetic, to be emotional, to be strong, to ask for more money, but also be respectful. 
and yeah. don't talk out of turn, but also talk, speak up mm-hmm. because that's how you earn respect. But also don't speak up too much because you might offend someone. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, the Barbie movie yeah. and America Ferrera had an incredible monologue in it because all of it is so true. Like yeah. it's, it genuinely just feels like we women can never win. Like it, no matter what we do. Right. There's always something in our way. Yep. Which is an interesting comparison to something that I was sent by a man. So a woman who's a men's coach, I don't know, like wrote something on her Instagram and someone sent this to me and it says, we have successfully programmed men to be ashamed of their feelings and now use it against them. Damned if they do, damned if they don't. The disconnect happens because many women don't understand or forget that men grow up having this experience. Damned if they do, damned if they don't. And like that comparison to what Lo is just saying and like the comparison to what America Ferreira says in the Barbie movie, it's like teeny tiny. And like, again, we have successfully programmed men to be ashamed of their feelings and now use it against them. We is false. Yeah. We did not do that. Right. That has been something that men have programmed into other men and we're taking the blame for it all of a sudden. Yeah. Because even if you go back like 60 years, right? Yeah. To like an Amer- like a classic American home with a dad that worked in a, like mechanical industry or something and a mom that was home with her kids. Mm-hmm. Like the dad is the one that told his kids boys to be strong yeah to be the man of the house yeah to not have emotion yeah to man up yeah grow up yeah rub some dirt in it Mm -hmm. and moms are always there to care Mm -hmm. and comfort and love their kids and Mm -hmm. hold space Mm -hmm. for their boys to feel Mm -hmm. so who's perpetuating that behavior who's creating that idea right in that boy's head and again we have been saying from our responses our followers have been saying vulnerability is sexy yeah we like that we want to see that yeah problem that men have with showing emotion or not knowing how to show emotion or recognize emotion or the fear of being rejected by showing emotion that's not my problem Mm -hmm. that's not l's problem Mm -hmm. that is not any woman's problem right we did not raise you right we are not your mothers right we are not your fathers (laughs) yeah if your mom did play a role in that and like perpetuated that belief. Yeah. Like that's not our issue, like our burden to carry. Mm -hmm. And like, I can sympathize with someone who wasn't allowed to have those feelings growing up. Absolutely. That's, that's shitty. That's not how children should be made to feel ever. I guess in my head, I keep going to the back to the fact that like, Women are constantly creating space for men to be better and to do better and to try. Mm -hmm. And we're not met with that same respect ever. Yeah. We're expected to be perfect and put together and loyal and honest Mm -hmm. and caring Mm -hmm. and empathetic Mm -hmm. and a homemaker, Mm -hmm. but not a mooch and not a gold digger. 
No. You can't appreciate money at all, but you also can't make too much of your own money. Mm-hmm. That's a threat. Yeah. Like there's always conditions for how like women need to be. Right. And I just don't feel like we set the same conditions for men. Like women don't actively set those same conditions for men. But men set those conditions for men. Right. And then blame us for it. Right. Well, it's always our fault. Yeah. And I think that's like the main takeaway <laughs> of today's podcast. It's it's our fault. Yeah. We hold our hands up. You were asking for it. I, I'm i always asking for it. You were clear. wearing a really slutty skirt mm-hmm. and you got way too drunk. That's right. So. And like someone slipped something into my drink, but that was also my fault because my hand wasn't over it. And you shouldn't have been at the bar. But right. Yeah. I should have been no, at home. Yeah. Sewing. Exactly. No having fun. No. But also, you can't be a prude. Shit. I know. What are you going to do? I think I'm going to cry about it. I think you die. <laughs> <laughs> and um, all this being said, love men. Okay? I want you to just be better. I want you to see how much it sucks to be a woman. I want you to have a second of empathy. I want you to feel for us, with us. So one of... One of the things that like that Instagram said was that women need to be more forgiving of men who can't be empathetic because they were never taught to be empathetic. Empathy, I I, like genuinely really don't think is like a learned behavior. I think it's like a very natural human experience. It's just like to be empathetic towards people that are. Yeah, because there's a ton of women who aren't empathetic. Absolutely. So riddle me that. We both love men. We both love women. Yeah. I just, at the end of the day, I want to be treated with the same respect that I give. The same empathy that I give. The same respect that I give. The same space that I give. Mm -hmm. It's just so exhausting to give and give and give and give and give all the time and every facet of my life. Yeah. And then be met. met with a fucking brick wall. With men that are like, well, this one girl one time was kind of mean to me, so I'm, so I'm not just gonna, gonna be a give dick you to anything. Everyone. Like if women acted like that, there, like we no more kids, no more Literally, babies. The population it's over. No, we're done. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> wild. Well, this is the longest podcast. Literally, we've done. it's two to eight, almost ten. Um. We're just a bunch of girl boss idiot losers. That are not funny. No. I would like to put on the record, Lauren is the funniest person I <laughs> literally have ever known. I'm the funniest person I know. Yeah. For sure. Like, Hands and down. I'm second. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's it like one of my... Are, you know, humor. No, because people tell me all the time that I'm funny. Me too. So. So you agree. So you think you're really funny. I do. <laughs> But we're also just boss bitch losers who are perpetually online. Absolutely. So. And honestly, over the past couple of days, this has been like incredibly motivating to like sit and exist in the space of thinking about all of these different things mm-hmm. and then go to that conference today and just be in a sea of men. Like there were mm-hmm. maybe 10 women at this thing. Yeah. Which so motivating for me. And the three policy, the like panel of policy workers and like lawyers, all women. Nice. Very nice. Loved that. Yeah. So you know what? I am going to be a girl boss bitch. Also, like the fact that they like called us a bitch. 
Like get something new, get something fresh. Come on. Some new material would be great. That was one point I don't think we got to today too is like men insult men at the expense of women. Yeah. Like calling them pussies. Yeah. Like you're such a bitch. Yeah. You're whipped. Pussy whipped. You simp. You throw like a girl. Yeah. Like what's up with that? Like because your friend is like respecting his partner. He's a simp. Yeah. You're going to like talk down to him for that. Like so now you're perpetuating the behavior that men can't be emotional. I just like you for the record. Not me. Not Hermione. You. With that being said, if you like today's episode, <laughs> please leave us a five star review wherever you're listening. Yes. Write us a little comment. We love hearing from you. Rate, review, follow. If you're just stumbling upon this podcast, mm. follow us on Instagram. Our yeah. Instagrams are linked in the description of this podcast. Yes. Make sure you follow n- not only both of us, but our Babel Riot Instagram as well. Very interesting things going on over there. Absolutely. Updates, polls, mm-hmm. suggestions. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could be on the podcast. Maybe. Let's get a man on here. I'm scared. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) All right, guys. Um, We hope this has been riveting. And we hope that you will reach out to us with comments about this episode. Yeah. If you have some good, valid arguments, I want to hear them. Same. Give them to me. Hit me. Emphasis on valid. So true. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.